Welcome out to the weekend wrap-up as we're wrapping up this weekend with Miles and Shane. Getting done with the gym right now, and I'm following Miles to work, and we're having a great time. Miles, first, let's start off with how was your workout today? It was good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> nice. As you can tell, this is going to be a very elaborate. This will be a very elaborate discussion uh, with these yeah. off answers. So we're going to start off real quick. What did you think of the Pro Bowl yesterday? Did you watch it? It was good. Did you even watch it? No, man. Who watches the Pro Bowl? Exactly. My question is this, dude, why, why, are we even, why do we even have the Pro Bowl anymore? You know what I mean? Like, I was over at your house yesterday for a minute, and the Pro Bowl was going on. You asked me a question about it. I was like, I didn't even remember that was going on today. Uh, why do we even have the Pro Bowl, dude? Uh, just, I mean, obviously it's not really for the fans. It's more for the players. It's just like Walmart or Albertsons or any of the grocery store chains having, like, an employee of the month. It's not really like the customers don't give a crap. Like, I don't care who won employee of the month at Walmart, but... The employees care and something for them to work towards and to obtain uh, an achievement. And a lot of these guys have it in their contract. Like, if they get there, they get a bonus. I mean, literally, it's it's more for them because you look at the stadium. If it was for the fans, that place would be packed, but it, it was empty. Well, I like that point. And uh, at the Pro Bowl, I got to see the, the highlight. The only highlight I watched was UCF getting crowned as national champions or getting honored as national champions. What do you think of that? Uh, I mean... I think it's cool. I like it. I think it's funny. I, I Obviously, they're not national champions, and I don't think they could have beat Alabama or anything like that. But it was exciting. It's kind of cool. It's kind of funny. I don't know if they're being serious or if it's just a joke. Like, it's one of those things. Like, that's how I talk crap and just troll. Like, I know I'm not very good, so I just say those types of things. Like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm the champ. I'm better than you. And, like, I know I'm not, but I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I think they just kind of – they wanted to make – make it fun for ratings yesterday at the Pro Bowl. I thought that was actually perfect timing to, to do something like that and actually do a ceremony for them or whatever the heck you want to call it. Um, anyways, I'm sick of the Pro Bowl, dude. But the thing is, like you said, it's for the players, not the fans. Uh, yeah, if it was for the fans, whatever. But they were trying to make it – I think it was a little bit – they were trying to make it more convenient for fans and for players by putting it the week before the Super Bowl, whereas before it used to be after. I think they wanted to bridge that gap with no football for that one week. And – uh you have something for the fans to watch, even though the fans don't watch it. Um, but, yeah, the players, they have incentives to get there. Good for them. Um, I can't stand it, though. I think it's like it almost seems like a charity game. No one's going full speed because they don't want to get hurt, understandably. Um, going into the NBA, Boogie Cousins goes down last play of the game. Well, last free throw of the game. There's like 10 seconds left the other night, but he's down with a torn Achilles. I want your thoughts on that. Is that not the most detrimental thing you've heard this season? Uh, by far. I mean, like, there's a couple injuries in the NBA this weekend, uh, but his obviously is the most impactful to his team. Uh, that that sucks, especially being on the last play and everything. But And and for him, not only for the Pelicans, right, because they're, you know, in position to make the playoffs. It looks like they are kind of meshing well together, um, uh, kind of. And then, you know, the fact that it's a contract year for him. So that just sucks for him big time and, and for the Pelicans and for basketball fans because Boogie Cousins, like, although he's known for getting technicals and being, you know, kind of a punk, he's fun to watch. Yeah, he's a good big man. He's, like, very, very skilled, well-rounded big man. So I also wanted to ask you this. Like, this kind of puts Anthony Davis at a, at a roadblock now, too, because there's no guarantees with Boogie Cousins. Uh, they're talking about – 
Uh, Anthony Davis possibly going in a trade before the trade deadline now because they're not sure about the future of Cousins. Um, I just if if Anthony Davis gets traded, where do you want to see him go? Utah Jazz. Awesome. And then a realistic option, where would you like to see him go? The Utah Jazz. I'm serious. I don't know what other teams can give them what they want. Like, just imagine Utah Jazz gives them Gobert and Rondi Hood or something like that. And then both teams get better in that trade. Both teams, like, get – I mean, like, there's no team's getting super old or super young. They're getting talent for talent. Salaries match up. Like, let's do it. Okay. I respect that. I'd what rather – I mean, like, Go ahead. What What do you think? I mean, where Where do you see him going? I, I don't see him going anywhere – any big market, like who can afford them, who can put together the only team, that the only team I can see getting a deal, giving them a deal is uh, the Celtics because they've put together packages that would obviously work. I would be really upset if that happened, um, but the Celtics are trying to put stuff together to get in there. Obviously, I'd like them with the Jazz, um, and in fact, I like that idea of giving Go Bear away for them. While Jazz fans might not be happy about the, the thought of that, um, let's just be real, Davis is a much better big man than Gobert all around. He can block, he can score. It's, Gobert's limited. He's basically just a defensive player So uh, at this point in his career. I like that. Now, he's going like a tree on the court. Exactly, dude. He stands there. I mean, he's, I, like, I like having him. He's an anchor on the defensive side of the floor. But we had Davis who get both sides of the floor. Um, and he's, he's extremely talented. So, and that would actually help Donovan Mitchell. So you heard it here first. Anthony Davis going to the Jazz. Breaking news. So... Super Bowl's coming up this weekend. You and I are trying to watch our eating, but we have been known to have some like good food and some good binging sessions on Super Bowl Sunday for food. I want to know what your three favorite Super Bowl dishes are. All right, dude, I love this question. So, real quick, I don't know if your audience knows, probably not, but a couple of years ago, Shane and I were killing it at the gym before we got fat and stuff. And we had cut a ton of weight um, doing this program. And we got on the scale the next day after the Super Bowl. And I gained nine pounds in one day. And I can't remember what you gained, Shane, but it was like, uh, what happened? But my favorite foods, I love pizza. Pizza is my all-time favorite food no matter what. Pizza is number one. You have to have that at every Super Bowl party. Number two is queso dip. I love queso dip. Like, I can dominate queso dip like there's no tomorrow. And then the third, that's a tough one. Um, just depends on kind of what the theme of the party is. Is it Mexican food? Is it pizza? Is it wings? But uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the drink instead. I'm going to go with an ice-cold diet Pepsi vanilla. Oh, man. Dude, so when you said, is it is it Mexican food? Is it wings? I say all the above. That's usually what a Super Bowl is. Dude, one time we go to your house. Uh, it's at your dad's house when we were younger. I think it, we were either right out of high school or still – I know we were still in high school at the time. And uh, – we go over there, and there's, like, the cheese dip in the little crock pot. Oh, that was the best. Whatever it was. We had nachos. Um, I love wings on Super Bowl Sunday. I love pizza as well. And, dude, the diet Pepsi vanilla was an amazing choice. I also like – it reminds me of going to your house when we were younger, but uh, the, the diet cream sodas, man, from Albertsons, like oh, the cheap, cheap brand, whatever they were, A1 or yeah. something weird, or whatever the heck they yeah. were. Oh, $2.50 for a 12-pack. So I miss I miss those days, dude. Diet cream sodas and everything like that, dude. I remember. Didn't we eat? We oh yeah. So right before we wrap this up, so we go to Little Caesars. Anybody knows Little Caesars? 
five dollars pieces, right? We called Little Caesars, I think the day before, to place an order yeah. for Super Bowl Sunday. Well, we get to Little Caesars and there is a line that's like stacked outside the the whole entire place. Everybody's going for cheap pieces before Super Bowl. Well, we walk in there. I think we ordered four or five boxes. It's me, you, and David Maka. And we walk in there. We already had our order placed, so we didn't have to wait in line. We grab our stuff, walk out with our boxes, and everyone's just staring at us. I didn't even know you could pre-order at Little Caesars. I don't even know if you can anymore. That was one of my favorite Super Bowls, though. Go back to your house and just dominate food and watch football. Gosh, I love it. You know, that's one of the best things about sports is the food. Like, I know that sounds dumb, but, like, my dad and my uncle, uh, every weekend that there's a game, they get together. That's that's what they focus on. Like, it's like, hey, you excited for the game? Oh, yeah, it's going to be pretty good, but wait till you hear the, the spread. And they go through it. Like, we're having French dip sandwiches with Swiss cheese, like, that's what's great about sports is the food. The food's so good, and, like, it's just it's fun, man. Some of my best memories, as, as lame as it sounds, are, like, watching the draft with pizza, cookies, chips, and diet cream soda, and the Super Bowl is just dominating food, and, like, you're so pumped, you want to cheer for the game, but you're so, like, full and gluttony or whatever, you can't even stand up and cheer because you're going to vomit. Dude, that's, those are the days. <laughs> and that is why I'm so excited to eat my chicken and rice this Sunday. Um, it's gonna be, yeah, I don't know, man. This is going to be a tough one for me this week, considering I'm trying to watch what I'm eating. Maybe I have my first cheat day in, like, a long time. No, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, refeed day, man, refeed day. So I'll, maybe I'll just go on a three-day fast, make up for it on Sunday, 4.30 p.m. You know what you should do? Go on a three-day binge. <laughs> okay, nine pounds a day, totally fine with me. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You gain 27 pounds, and it's just... 700 pounds in three months. Yeah, that's not bad. Those are pretty good numbers. I like those. Yeah. Easy to shut off. All right, guys. Well, that's the weekend wrap-up with Miles and Shane. Make sure to go check his stuff out at 60 Days to Living, his entrepreneur uh, podcast that he's got going on. Um, but you know the drill already. You've seen Miles on here. Well, you've heard him. can't really see him. But uh, you've heard him on here. Go check him out. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Go Eagles.